Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen.
for the In The Q Podcast with DJ Greggy C, Greg Curran, and David Hanscom. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube Live. Just search for In The Q Podcast or go to InTheQPodcast.com. Please like our show and share this broadcast to show your support and pass on the good karma to help educate everyone how to be the best entertainer they can be. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and get notified when we go live, which is every Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And now, let's hear it for DJ Greggy C. and David Hanscom. Duty. That never gets old. I know, right? <laughs> How I, I don't know if you saw it. I don't know if you saw it in a private chat, man, but I was like, you know, we should probably make a shorter one of these. You know, I don't know. What do you think? Um, you know, back back in the days of the the old casting, um, we always would open the room up and then the room would open up for like a half not a half an hour, about 10, 15 minutes for it to yeah. populate, because it always took a minute for the people to populate. So I mean, I don't mind it unless people say, "Yeah, to hell with it. We don't like it." Um, things of that sort. So, yeah. Um, nah, I, I kind of like it. it. It gives gives time to, you know, for people to come in, like Reynolds, like Carol, like everybody else. So, yeah. Hello, let's say hi to a few people, right? Reynolds yeah. out there checking us out. Appreciate you, yeah. Carol, our you know friend at name who's always taking good care of us and showing us love. That's true. So, how was your uh, how was your week? It's been good, man. It's been good. I was I, uh, <clears throat> I did a three-day uh, event production last week that went really, really well. Had a couple of little internet glitches, which, you know, it's always it's always fun to remind, um, <clears throat> you know, remind our clients that the internet is one thing we don't have control over. You know, mm -hmm. we, 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 they often forget that we don't have control over the internet. As much as we want to have control over it, we just don't. You know what I mean? Um so hey guys, I, I'm I'm just flashing everybody's messages up here. Welvin, love you, love you. good to see yeah. Welvin checking in, man. I haven't seen him in a minute. God, that guy's so cool. Um, Kristen checking in. What's up, Brandon? Checking in. Nice. Uh, but yeah, dude. So that you know, that's one of those things where that the internet situation can be uh, sometimes can be a real pain in the ass. You know what I mean? So okay. I think it's just important that that when you're you know working with a client that um, the the puppeteers still want to go live with you. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, well, actually, the puppets are coming in on the 31st, I think. Don't we have them set for the right. 31st? I think so. I think yeah, so. puppets on the 31st. So, but yeah. go ahead. You, you were talking about the internet crazy. No, I'm, place just, and... I'm just saying, like, if you're, if you're ever doing a production situation and you're working yeah. with a you know client where the internet is necessary, I mm -hmm. think it's just smart to, to make sure that they understand, like, um, you know, you, you, we don't have control over the internet, you know, as much as we'd like to, we just don't have control over the internet. So, um, we're going to do the best we can with the internet that's provided to us. Also, our, obviously a hardwired internet is, is uh, much, um, preferred over wireless, but I'll tell you, even we had a hardwired internet and even then we had a glitch maybe two or three times throughout the day. But I figure at like a nine hour day of constant streaming, two way conversation and all of that. Mm -hmm. To only have it glitch two or three times for about two or three seconds each time is is pretty golden. I'll take that all day long. Nice man, very yeah. cool. So other than that, it was a lot of fun, and then did some cool events over the weekend, and here we are again. It's already Monday. Wow, it's already Monday. 
Wow. All right. Quick, quick, quick question. Then I have a quick, uh, quick learning point that I, I learned. Um, okay. A couple quick questions. One, do you use any of the black magic stuff when you, when you're out there doing the streaming and things like that? Yep. Yep. Okay, cool. All right. What do you got? The ATM, the little pro or yeah, the, the ATM one? mini pro. Love nice. It. Oh, good. Love All it. right. So that's a, that's a good piece of machinery. The other yep. piece of machinery, what did you say? The Midas, the 12 you were talking yep. about last week. Yep. Damn thing's not available anywhere. Thank you. Coronavirus. I might've um, bought the last one then. I, I, you know what? I saw it. I'm like, oh my god, that's the same day. Well, they have the 18 at uh, one of the one of the glue properties. Yeah. I'm like, that's exact the exact sucker that we plug into on the wall, and they they connect it, you know, to the main mixer with one, I guess, one cable, you yeah. know, runs runs the whole way. But yeah, that's 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 a that's a gem that piece. So well, I got um, Shane right. to thank for that. Who who will be bringing on with us here in a little while again tonight? Here's here's my question to you. What do you do? You use a controller on the road? um it like if i'm going anywhere outside of here locally yeah or here how about this any do you use any type of pioneer controller and or mixer like an s9 s11 or anything like that i don't use any of the pioneer products and that's not Ooh. by choice it's just Ooh. that i bought a uh i bought a denon mc7000 Den. a couple you know right sort of right when they came out okay and um have just always loved using it but i do yeah. like pioneer products so when i first started djing Mm -hmm. I was definitely using Pioneer products, like the, okay. the C, little CDJs and all of that stuff when they first came out. Right. Um, you know, I was using those. And then for whatever reason, I just ended up with this Denon. I don't know if it was on sale. I don't know if, you know, the Denon guys, you know, gave me a reach around at one of the conventions or something like that. Hey, I don't really remember hey what now. the reason for it hey was. <laughs> but uh, for some reason, I just started using that and I've been using that ever since. All right. Okay. Um, well, I... See, I learned I learned a, a while ago. I mean, they they, they have with I guess they call their three levels. I call the SB is their entry level, the SR is the middle of the road, and then the SX and SZ and S whatever you want to call it, XXYZ the whole way up, you yeah. know, with the big four channels, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. So I, I learned, and I have an I have an SR, and I like bringing that out on the road. It's it's small, compact, easy. Um, it's powered, and I learned that if you don't plug it in that eventually it's whether it goes to sleep or something happens where the sucker will go into a default and, and, and there's a little sensor it's called the sensor button that usually reverses the song for a second when you press it um the whole unit goes into a default mode and will shut down um okay. if that power is not in it and it will eventually even freeze serato something you know that is sometimes rare with that program um, but I found that out um, recently at one of the larger clubs. I had one of my guys um, to be mentionless. I didn't hook it up, but I would have probably done it that way because we had to be quick. They had an S9 hooked up, and what he did was he hooked a girl's controller in through one of the channels on the S9 because the main outs were already going into the main club system, you know, their $10,000 amp. And then the monitors, which were powered speakers, were going through the booth so with that said the usb was not plugged into the s9 okay. and because of that the sucker went to sleep about mm, 15 20 minutes into this girl's show and the whole the whole club went dark like that's never happened there that's normally crazy. if something happens with the amp you still hear the uh, monitors and and people can still you know jam and they're kind of not affected it's weird but yeah. with this this was bad and you know, I, I, I jumped to attention, got it fixed quickly. I knew exactly what to do, but 
in thinking like what's what's going on what happened and i and i saw the mixer because there's a little button right in the middle of it and it yep. started blinking i said this sucker's going into like a it's like a shutdown or a default i don't know if you ever knew about that with any other products or if it's ever happened to you or no or just telling anybody that if you have a powered um controller to always use that power even though people oh you don't need to power the usb it'll take care of it not necessarily that either or don't use any of these fancy you know 13 thousand s9 s11 you know uh, mixers as a way you, you know what i'm saying as 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 something like a line mixer because if the right. sucker is not powered both ways by ac power and by usb it's going to shut down on you we learned the hard way um and it happens right it's just something I, I wanted to mention. You know, this is the perfect medium to mention little little nuggets like that. Um, it, it's a perfect lead into our uh, tech talk with Shane. You know, um, right? And I wanted to know if anything has happened, and if Shane, you know what, Shane, it's this perfect way to say, hey, let's bring let's bring in our two guys because they're here again, our yeah. our, our our two co-hosts um, that hang out, or, or or actually, what are we? They're correspondents on the spot. How yeah. is it? These are these are our our, our uh, road correspond our our correspondents on the road right correspondents on the road yes. I love that our, yeah our, our uh, tech correspondents or whatever all right so I'm gonna bring them bring them in in a second before I do that though just to remind everybody that's tuning in um, we have uh, we have a couple of guys from the Harvest of Sound show that's coming up that I'm super excited about. Uh, yeah. we have Tyler and Chris are with us tonight. They're going to be on in just a little while to talk a little bit more about um, this awesome show that I can't wait to be going to in the best city ever on the planet. Just my personal opinion. I know I'm probably going to get some disagreements in the uh, in the comments, but it's my favorite city. So there's that. Um, what city is it? That, what city? Boston? Boston, baby. Boston. OK, I'm sorry. All right. So one other thing I want to mention. Um Anybody who does these things knows that it costs it costs money to do this. And most of the time, we don't get paid anything to do this, which is great. It's a labor of love. But I did apply for a grant for a little bit of money to help us continue to keep the podcast things going. In this grant, there is uh, an opportunity for people that watch the podcast, people that support the podcast, to just submit a quick little letter of support. So I'm going to post Ooh. the link to that in the comments. Okay. And if you so desire to, uh, if you so desire to just click on that link, it costs you no money. All it, all it costs you is a couple of minutes of your time. Um, but if you so desire, we would love for you to support us by just clicking on this and just leaving a quick message. Oh, wait a second. You know, tell them you love us or something like that, and uh, that would be helpful. All right. So only if you feel inclined. All right. Cool. Oh, there All it right, is. Done okay. with that. Let's uh, move on to our uh, correspondent on the street. First off, we're going to bring Mr. Shane Ryan in to join us for our tech minute, five minute, whatever it ends up being. Here we go. Shane, what's up, brother? How are you doing? How are you guys doing this week? Hi, good, Shane. Good. How are you, buddy? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing? How are you guys I'm doing? digging that hat you got on, man. That's pretty fly. Yeah, man. Waves all the way. Love all right. Anyone that does any music production will know what this little symbol means. All right. Yep. Um, so I, you guys had an exciting weekend, man, David. No, it's been I, crazy. Really what about you, man? What did your weekend look like? Ah, part of the TED Talk this week. Uh, so my weekend was doing data management. So we all know, yep, it is one of the biggest issues that comes with DJs, right? Mm -hmm. 
controlling our hard drives. You know, basically, you know, we all know that organizing our crates and stuff like that is very important for what we do, staying to keeping away from Serato face. All right. But organizing our hard drive and making sure that you have your music backup is very important. And I want to remind all the DJs out there that if you have not formatted your hard drive within the last two years, it is due for a format, right? And if you're using a hard drive for that's older than five years, right? I think it's time to retire that hard drive, right? I think, I think it's a good idea. And the reason being, I was doing some research on my hard drive. I had a hard drive for nine years strong. Ooh running my main primary music for nine years strong wow and i decided wow. to i decided to sit it down and retire it you know i dedicated it to the playstation now that's the external hard drive for the playstation but i said you know what it's time for me to upgrade my hard drive and to also make sure that my music is well backed up so we're talking data management, backing up our music and having uh, Greg is always a man, have a backup for the backup. So what I did over the weekend, I sat down and I transferred all of my music from my primary hard drive to a new Lacey hard drive. It's a pretty cool hard drive. You, should, you guys should check it out. And yeah, David, you can probably great. put it in the link after the show. It's, it's a strong, rugged hard drive, stainless steel body, shot resistance rubber around it and this is something that i really wanted to invest in because i found myself doing like a little bootleg over the years bootleg, uh, rugged like little padding around my hard drive when i said bootleg is very bootleg so i used to pick up all the koozies that i could get from a wedding right you know little cut holder koozies and i, I said to them one day oh this would be great to hold my hard drive and I, I was carrying, carrying my hard drives in these little koozies. I got hard drives, koozies from weddings all, all over. But this, this year, I said, you know what? It's time to get serious. So I invested in that hard drive for my main hard drive and my backup hard drive. And so because I take my, hard, my backup hard drive with me, right? Now, this is one thing I wanted to increase on and definitely stress that Having your backup, your music backed up on a hard drive that's not your main hard drive on your actual gig is very important. But you still have to have a backup that's nowhere near you on that day. So you need to have three backups minimum, right? But what I did over the weekend is I also invested in some cloud storage. And there we go. See, there we go. Greg, one, two, three, all right? minimum because you take one your main hard drive you got your backup for your main hard drive on the gig and then you have your backup for the backup at home all right but then what let's say something weird happens over the weekend see there we go greg is a perfect example right there he got hard drives on top of hard drives um let's say something really weird happens over the weekend and you say your hard drive goes down you're backup falls in a pool when you were getting it or you when you were packing up after the gig so your hard drive and your backup is gone and let's say the dog ate your backup hard drive at home you still have to have a backup for that that is nowhere near your actual physical residence 
And this is where cloud storage comes in. And this is where you guys really have to take, take into consideration what is your most valuable music? Organize that and at least minimum have that on cloud storage. I know when I checked out mine, I had 600 gigs of music. Wow. It's way too much, right? But when I actually broke it down, broke it down to like my most important, most valuable records that I definitely, definitely play all the time, 100%, right? I only have about 150 gigs or so of very important music. So making that small investment with some cloud storage uh, websites, like if you use Google, you can use Dropbox. There's so many out there. Um, I know there's one that actually you can purchase with a hard drive. It's a cloud storage and a hard drive. Um, but I, that is actually a big investment. I'm going to probably looking at that in the future. But my tech talk this weekend is data management, having backups, and taking the time out. You know, when you don't have a gig, I didn't have a gig this weekend. Um, so I took the time out to back up my music. And also, I do music production as well, guys. So. I kind of also backed up my all of my music production samples that I used to have on my hard drive, actually on my computer's hard drive, actually slowing down my computer a lot because it was carrying around gigs of hard drive for my production softwares. You know, I have a DAW software and I also have Native Instruments uh, machine uh, with complete, you know, the complete um, record, complete 12s. and. I had to back up all of that because I wanted to have my computer running smoothly, right? And I wanted to make sure that all my data is well organized. I know which hard drive to find what. And also, I know that my state of mind is at peace now that I, that I the worst could happen and I'm going to have music that can continue and play. So that's my TED talk. That's my love well, TED talk. All right. I love it. Can I, can I add a couple things? Can I add a couple of things course. real quick? Of course, it's what it's all about. Hey, you know what? Before you go, Greg, before you go into that, I'm going to bring old Spin and Vince in. So if he has a, a little bit to add to this before we bring up. <laughs> Spin and Vince. All right. All right. Well, here, really, I, really I wanted to add uh, this to Shane's thing, and I'll, I'll be quick and I'll be quiet um, after that. No, not really. Um, please be careful if you're going to use the cloud, because the cloud, I've given back, and Vince knows this. At the big commercial wedding company we worked for whew, thousands, thousands, and I can say that, thousands of dollars of I, or independent contractors, we call them ICs, across the nation, the nation, multiple different states that relied on virtual DJs cloud service. They relied on some type of cloud to store their music, and they did not get internet correctly where they were at their event. <clears throat> point one okay that's point one very important uh two i love the lacy as a matter of fact i think that lacy is probably one of the best darn hard drives that you can get next to the um what is it these uh solid state see the size of that yep. look at how thin that is it's like the size of i don't know eight or nine credit cards stacked on top of each other and that's a two terabyte and, and I held the three up because I wanted to say, you know, uh, this is a two terabyte here. Powered, though, you plug it in, and it's a USB 3.0. 
This is a uh, USB 2.0, but it's uh, USB powered, and it's the evolution of the hard drives. And then here's a, here's another one on top. But really, when you're going to do that and you're going to upgrade, uh, really look at the solid state, the smaller ones. Um, and this is actually USB-C powered um, with it. And um, Shane, are you still around there, buddy? You hear me? You talked about he talked about come formatting. Out, and my Wherever question, my question was when he when he talked about a format, yeah, we're going to reformat our hard drives again. What do I think we need to? Uh, what is it? Oh, I forget. Defragment. Do we want to defragment our hard drives if defragment. they are you know a few years old, Shane? Because you talked about formatting them. I understand about formatting them in the beginning, whether it's a Windows or a Mac PC. And yep. we, we might even need you to do a quick tech support on talking about the difference between transferring win music between a Windows and a Mac. Because I have guys and gals that listen to this podcast that are students that that, that confuses them. Or if they wanted to add music, you know, from their Windows machine to a Mac or vice versa, it becomes very confusing on the way they have to format their hard drives. So with that said, that's for another show. And you're going to please. There's some food for thought for that. Um, yep. But um, you know. just quickly to answer that question, please right, go really quickly. So I am actually one of those guys that I use a personal like all my production is on a PC and everything I do at home is on my PC and my backup laptop is a PC. I've been using PC for many, many years. I've only purchased a MacBook Pro Christmas last year. So I'm one of both persons that's transferring music and downloading my music on my PC and trying and using it on my MacBook Pro for my DJing. That's okay. all that does, DJ. Okay. So when you format, and it's the difference between formatting and defragging. Uh -huh. um, defragging is more for your personal hard drive where you're collecting um, catch and stuff like that, that you're going to have all these temporary files that needs to be uh, fragmented and actually put in a condensed file that your computer right. does formatting is completely wiping your hard drive right because what this does it completely cleans your hard drive back to new is this basically like a factory set it completely cleans your hard drive it takes away any little things that you probably would have collected you know maybe with bad file transfers and stuff like that and and starts you from fresh and is recommended that external hard drives because we're always uh, ejecting it and stuff like that that you format your hard drive is actually recommended at once a year right okay. I, so I, wow I said work. two years right? that's a lot of work now with that being said shane there's two different types of format at least that i'm familiar with hold on Vinny. yes there's a low level format that takes a while and then there's a quick format that takes about 10 minutes i only i, I did a quick format uh, from my okay. research the quick format was perfect but then if you're a Mac user and a PC user, you're you're transferring all your files via the two systems. You okay. have to make sure that you format your hard drive okay. to EXFET, I think it is, or FAT. XFAT. It's only two XFAT. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And Matt Matt Peterson with with wow, great, great, great point. So, all right, Vinny, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, let's get let's get Vinny in real quick, and then we're going to jump to our guests. You know, I have a, a maybe a, a, a time saver for what you were just talking about, Shane. So before I use virtual DJ, um, before 
you know, five, six years ago, maybe even longer, your my software could not read um, uh, the um, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the the Apple Music, what well, MP4s, um, and, unless you sucked them into iTunes and all that crap. Yes. Now, Virtual DJ will recognize any format music and play it in the player. You don't have to change it to a one format or the other. Whatever yes. format you have, it'll play it. Yes. Yes, that was one of the updates. That's all. Yeah. yeah. It'll play AIFFs, like all, all, all the crazy stuff. It'll everything. play everything. So no need to change your music over. Okay. Good point. All right. Like it For is. Those that have virtual, yeah, and they, you know, if they don't know it, yeah, it's, it, and I think it came recently over the coronavirus, their update, because somebody else said exactly that, that they, they can now do that as well. Correct. And yeah, virtual is amazing software. Um, Shane, uh, you're scaring me. You you told me that what? I shouldn't be using my hydro, hard drives if they're more than 10 years old? That's what, Yeah. From my right. research, from my research. External hard drives needs to be reformatted every every year, and also, yeah. Hold on. I mean, yeah. this is this is just this is just general manufacturer. Right? Even, even, if, all, it's, no, even if it sits in the box, even if it sits in the box and does nothing. Well, I'm talking about your main hard drive. I'm, your main I'm hard drive. Backups. Your, your, not no, the no, car in the garage, never, the car that you I drive. Never, I would never, I would never, yes, exactly. I would never, Thank I you. wouldn't have, I wouldn't reform my, my, um, my external hard drive that right. I'm not using. But if you're right. not using a hard, external hard drive for 10 years, I hope you're checking your backups, guys. Yes. Because these things can still get cold, cold joints and still, you know, that's from not getting no electronics going through it. Check your backups and make sure your backups are still working. Right, because as I said, I had a hard drive. It was a diehard for nine strong years. Nice. Of every single weekend when just constant work. So, and this is the, um, if you guys love this that. Is the hard drive I was mentioning yes. about. The rubber around year, it, shockproof. Um, that thing is beautiful. I'm, I'm very happy. It's a, it's, you know, it's a little bit more, but I think it's worth it, it for what we do. Yeah. Right? But anyway, that's our tech talk for this week. Awesome. Right, so Thank you, Shane. And I'll tell you the other thing too to, to remember, everybody, is that um, I, I think I, I think just like Greg, we were talking about earlier. You mentioned Pioneer. I talked about Denon. Uh, I think sometimes we have to remember to not get so lost in the brand and all of that stuff. You got to use what works for you right. and what makes the most sense for you. Um, and and also, you know. Every, everything that's ever offered from a tech talk standpoint is based on the research that the person did and is based on things that they found that's worked for them. So right. just remember as a listener, as a watcher, Good. you know, Good everything point. we'd say doesn't all, it's maybe not always no. gospel. It may not it's apply not to you, Correct. but at the mm -hmm. end of the day, you know, if it can help you out, then, um, you know what I'm saying? That's what it's all about. So, all right. Look at there. Yeah. yeah good point. Thank you for change tech talk tonight. Thank you, bud. All right. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I use go. I use just to just to piggyback on that. I use Newmark just because I like the lettering. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Newmark, that's cute. All right. So you want to introduce our guests? Let's yeah, bring them in, man. I'm excited. You doing it or am I doing it? You want to? I mean, if you haven't, you haven't, you haven't done one in a while. Yeah, I, I, I probably should, huh? 
Why not? It, hey, man, if you would like I'll to, here, let, let me pass, let me pass the torch to you. Okay. Thank I'll you. Thank you for for passing the and torch now, to me, and gentlemen. And, I, and I, you know what's so funny is I feel so unprepared to do so tonight because I had to use my laptop at the last minute. All right, here we go. All right, you guys. So if you know me, you know I love education. I cannot get enough of it. I cannot get enough of education. I can get, not get enough of community. I cannot get enough of just being around like-minded people. And so when I found out about this show coming up in December, <clears throat> it happened last year, and it was kind of uh, – and Tyler and the, these guys will be able to, to to correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the first one was kind of like an impromptu thing, but they had a hell of a great success with it, and they said, let's keep this thing going, okay? So it's called the Harvest of Sound, and uh, it's an amazing event that's going to be happening in Boston and uh, in December, and they've got some great speakers. they got some great tech going on there, and instead of me reading the bio, I'd rather just bring the guys on that are actually putting the show on and let them tell you guys about it. All right. So nice. without further ado, I'd like to invite Mr. Tyler Wallace and Mr. Chris Carr on the show to join hey. us. Guys. What's going on? Hey. How are you? Welcome. Glad to be here. Thank you for having us. All right, Tyler. So I'm going to put you in the spotlight, man. Tell us like a little it. bit about um, the Harvest of Sound event, how it how it became, why it became. <laughs> And, uh, you know, maybe share a little bit from last year's experience. Yeah. So uh, it's funny because, I, Chris, correct me if I'm wrong, but this actually started in a group, a Facebook group. Um, sure. People were talking about how there's no shows or ability to have, you know, all these speakers in one spot, have the ability yeah. to listen to them all together under real world conditions. You know, I mean, you can go to like Guitar Center or any music store and you can hear speakers. But you're in a small room that's not going to give you the reverb. It's not going to give you the power factors. It's not going to give you the ability to back up and hear the speaker at the back of the room. So probably 10 years ago, Chris, 10, 12 years ago, yeah. there was a uh, ADJA of Massachusetts meeting at my uncle's office at the time. And it was just, you know, there was like 10 of us. We got together. We all brought speakers in and we put them all, set them all up. And, uh, you know, it was like a, we called it the speaker shootout. It was a good time. And, uh, you know, everybody got to hear the speakers, you know, again, in a small office. And, you know, back then, this was when powered speakers were first coming, you know, out like hard. And that's when we had, you know, the QSCs first come out. We had the first, you know, series of the uh, the PRXs were out. We had the Yorkvilles and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, everybody was saying that, you know, they don't have the ability to hear all these speakers side by side under real world conditions. So me and Chris were like, why don't we throw this again? You know, why don't we do this? And originally it was going to be at my office space because I have, you know, I think it's like 2,000, 2,500 square feet of just open, like, uh, common area. And, uh, you know, so originally that's where it was going to be. And, um, you know, Chris did some, you know, promotion and stuff like that. And we started pushing it, I think, was it three weeks before we did it? About three we, weeks, yeah. Yeah, I think we started, like, middle of this uh, November. We started, you know, saying, hey, we're going to have this get-together. You know, we'll have speakers there. You know, Ben Stowe from NLFX came out. He ran the shootout for us. He did all the testing. Um, you know, it was kind of impromptu, David. You were 100% correct. Um, yeah. There really wasn't much planning that went into it. Um, but we ended up with 165-ish people from about 24 different states come out. Wow. And yeah. we survived actually bringing other DJs to bring their own systems, their own array systems. Yep. Instead of asking for the, uh, the, the the dealerships to bring them or anything like that, it was everybody came in. It was like a whole camaraderie of people coming mm -hmm. together, which is really great. I mean, telling Tyler before, we had, we had looked at this in Facebook and goes, can we do this? Can we actually put this together in three months? And Tyler goes, hell yeah. <laughs> and we did. 
I mean, so yeah, know, I mean that's the basis. So we decided just to carry it. Was bringing it all together. 100% pop up. I mean, like I said, there was very, very little planning. It was a hodgepodge of you know speakers and people bringing stuff in, and I think we ended up with like. I think we had like nine different subs. We had yeah. eight or nine different column array systems. Nice. And I think People like pulling up plugs, like we got plugs. Yeah. Put this we, blew a, we blew a few circuits that night, yeah. but uh, nice. it was it was a good time. <laughs> nice. Well, you guys have a you guys have a promo video for this as well. I was thinking, um, yes. you know what? I think I'm going to try to share that if you guys are if everybody's down for that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. None of that was a cool video. That was the one that you guys sent us. That was really cool. Yeah, Maddie, uh, Maddie, Chill and McMillan. He's uh, he's actually on the board with us. He's one of the people that's you know responsible for helping us put together this year's event. Um, you know, he took all the video that's that you're gonna see and he put everything together. So yeah. All right, let me uh, let me go ahead and play that for everybody then, and you guys can get a yeah a little bit of a taste from the one from last year. Check oh, yeah. this out, guys. It's really cool. All right, I'll be honest with you. I I am. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> Oh, it's lagging bad. Ah, <laughs> uh, it totally takes away from it. That video yeah. was awesome. Nah. You want me to share it? I can share it. <clears throat> I'm, I I'm wondering if it's the same. Hmm. What is what is supposed to be different? Uh, so there's there's music and it's it's kind of all edited together so it like flows. There's Mikey. It's not so choppy. <laughs> Windows, share system audio. Yeah, these are actually all videos that are spliced together. It's just not showing the videos. Yeah. All right, uh, is it not is it not playing right? No. Do you want me to share it? It's yeah, like yeah. If you want to, I don't know what the hell the problem is see on my it, end. Yeah, see yeah. if it works on your end. It's yeah, playing like thumbnails of each beginning of each video. Oh, yeah. was it? Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm glad y'all said that because I'm over here jamming to it. Oh no, yeah, and, and, and literally, it was like maybe like I don't know one one frame every like second. Yeah, right. let's try this yeah. again. Here we go. That's what I said. It was taken, taken forever. Here we go. We can't hear the audio. Really? Yeah. Hang on. Ooh. There we go. Now it is. Now it's working. So all those line arrays are actually brought in by other DJs. Alright? It's a great thing to have the community come together and actually see how they fend with each other, you know? Uh, <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Just hanging out is fun. You used to call it geeking up. You know? Yeah, it is. Chris. Chris So did you guys take a survey at the end? Of what? Of what everyone thought was the best speakers under the certain conditions? 
they were all good in different variations. I mean, one was better one way, one was a bit louder that way. And did you did you did you uh, save that information? Sure did. There's Ben right there. More than nine subs. Yeah, it's nice. Getting pizza for uh, DJ Ray. Wow. It's Rachel's birthday that week. Was it Rachel's birthday that week? Shady's. Oh, right, 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 right. There's the birthday girl. <laughs> you know we're all jamming. All DJs love to dance. You know that. Team Ragoza. Nice. Yeah. Great bouncer. Oh, yeah. They're, they're crazy. Yeah. They're awesome. Pretty much there, I felt like I was back in the paradise. The rock love so the rest of it is just uh the rest of it's just uh sponsors and stuff like that yeah, yeah so. no that was great man that was great i mean you, you you know you can watch that video and see the camaraderie especially especially if you know a lot of those guys knowing where they are in different parts of the of the the world or the united states or whatever yep. and seeing them all come together like that and i think size wise it's like a perfect size to really have the opportunity to rub elbows with and and connect with people that you may have only seen on you know facebook or or instagram or something like that so yeah i mean we had yeah i mean we had ernie lara from uh washington we had gabriel gazzaro we had michael via from uh from california joe bunn came out you know aaron trailer glenn renda you know the whole crew came out and uh you know i mean like you said it's just it's one of those things where the first year was the perfect size i mean it was under 200 people you know we we did this one for free you know me and chris you know handled the, the cost and stuff like that um you know chris has some connections in some areas so you know it helped a little bit so uh but yeah i mean this year we're, we're kind of taking what we did last year and building off of it so this year we're still doing the speaker shootout like we did last year it's going to be you know much more uh official it's going to be more put together um there's going to be a lot more you know construction put into the actual shootout as far as what gets tested when it gets tested and how it gets tested um so everybody will come in and they'll have the ability to see the you know the specs of each speaker they'll be able to see the report from ben that you know he's already going to compile all the tests as far as you know peak db pink noise uh response 
um, you know, full frequency sweeps and stuff like that. So that stuff's already done. So they're not going to come in there and, you know, hear the same, you know, pink noise that they heard last year. Um, that was one of the things that kind of irritated a lot of people. Not really irritated. Just it was one of those things that had we have planned it out a little bit more, had more time to plan it, we would have probably done all that stuff before people came in. Um, so that's what we're doing this year. So then this year when they come in, it's just going to be, you know, Ben giving the rundown of the speakers and then putting the speakers to the test, you know, as far as like music and response and stuff like that goes. So it's going to be a little bit different than last year. Um, and then we're going to also have seminars, you know, something we didn't do, you know, last year. Um, you know, we had a little, you know, sneak peek. We had Gabriel Gazzaro do one of his pep talks. Uh, Chris was he on for about 50, uh, 20 minutes or so? About 20 minutes, yeah. And the place went nuts. I mean, they absolutely yeah. went nuts. His his speech was one of the hardest hitting speeches, you know, I've heard, and I've been to 15 different seminars. So, you know, yeah. he's coming back this year. He's gonna he's gonna Gunt <laughs> said he loves pink noise. Um, so you know, <laughs> Rocky <laughs> Gabriel's coming back, but you know, we have to have the fantastic duo. You know, Jordan Marshall <laughs> and Big Daddy McGee come in and host it. Um, so you know, they'll they'll host the the main event. They'll host the uh, speaker shootout and they'll host the seminars. Um, and then our keynote this year is actually somebody who's never spoken at a seminar before. You know, he goes to all the conventions, you know, he's, he's known, you know, through YouTube and stuff like that. So we actually have Cleveland Terry coming in to give the keynote this year. Nice. Um, cool. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously everybody's seen him, you know, through all COVID and stuff like that. You know, he's really built up his YouTube channel. He's gotten a following and just overall his outlook on the industry and stuff like that is just, it, it's, it's amazing. So, you know, we decided to get him in and get him given the keynote. Um, you know, we have Joe Bunn coming out. Joe Bunn's going to give one of his awesome seminars. Um, we have, like I said, Gabriel and Mike Villa. We have Brian Smith doing a breakout session for SoundSwitch, which I don't think there's been a SoundSwitch uh, breakout session at any of the other seminars yet. Um, awesome. Yeah, so anybody that wants to learn SoundSwitch, um, you know, Brian is like a super intensive SoundSwitch user. He's actually one of their wow. beta testers, um, and he's also one of the mods on their user group. So he's actually one of the official mods for SoundSwitch. Um, and then we have a couple yeah. other people that are coming out that we haven't announced yet, uh, but we will be announcing them in the, in the now, near future. What, when and where, so we can, you know, put it up, put it, and put this up on screen, Dave, and put it yep. in the chat. When, where, exactly? Yeah. yeah. So we're doing uh, we're doing two days this year instead of one. Uh, yeah. It's gonna it's gonna be at the uh, Revere Hotel, Boston Common, uh, right Ooh. in downtown Boston. It's about okay. eight minutes or Boston. yeah, eight minutes or so from Logan. All right. Um, it's it's very very close. It's uh I think the total square footage that we're getting is about fifteen thousand, so it's not going to be a small event this year. You know no. we're we're shooting for the stars. So very cool. First time in Boston. We want to make sure this happens every yep. year. Yep. You know? Keep All it right. local. Keep it north. Do you need <laughs> volunteers? Oh, always, yeah, always. Like anybody that wants to come out and help us, you know, it would be absolutely amazing. You know, we, we do need to like, you know, it's great that we're on here because we got to start getting the name out because we got to start recouping some of these costs because yeah, exactly. I'll tell you, 15,000 square feet is not cheap. So yeah. any help we can get, we would love. Okay. I'm, sure it's a, I'm sure it's a big learning experience for anyone that's going to be um, oh, yeah. helping out as well. Because absolutely. when you guys are talking about pink noise and sound analyzation, that's that's a science on its own. Right. So, yeah. Ben, big, big up, big up. Oh, absolutely. And that's why we have Ben coming out. You know, it, it's funny because the original event last year, you know, the way it was working was uh, the dates this year are December 5th and 6th. So the first Monday and Tuesday of December, I think. 5th and 6th of December. Um, <laughs> but it's funny yeah. how, how Ben got involved because when me and Chris were talking about this, you know, we were we were going back and forth with Ben, you know, what the best way to test the speakers is and stuff like that. And Ben was like, you know, I'll set up a DSP for you. I'll send it out. And then all you got to do is hook it up and run the test and you'll be good to go. And like 
two days later, he sent me his itinerary. He said, yeah, I'm just going to come to Boston. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can tell you guys how to do this, but I'll do it myself. That's he realized, exactly he realized it's a science. And he's yep. like, mm, I mean, there yeah, is exactly. literally no one better on the planet to run these kind of tests than Ben Stowe himself. Yeah. So, I, mean, I got a question for you. Not, not being able to visualize what 15,000 feet looks like. <laughs> um, is that bigger than the normal, say, uh, reception room that we would play in? As yeah. 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 So, yeah. It's, so is, that a, I, is that a good idea to test sound in a huge area when typically we're not going to be using it in that? Kind of absolutely. Area? Yep. So the way it's going is there's a main area where we're going to have our seminars and our keynote, which is about 6,800 square feet. And then we have oh, an open, like we'll call this like a foyer area that's about another 3,000-ish square feet. You know, where everybody will come in, they'll register and stuff like that. And then we have your typical conference rooms, which can be split up into three different areas, which is about almost 4,000 square feet. So that would be your typical large venue. And it's okay. it's carpeted. It has, you know, a area for a dance floor. And it has your, your typical, you know, cloth-lined walls. So, I mean, that would be – that's the perfect area for us to go in and test those. And, and, and you know, does it have, like, 50-foot ceilings like some of the convention halls? or? Um, Chris, you can answer that, though. The it's, actual... it's close to most of the convention halls that you would normally go to, a hotel and stuff like that. The ceiling height, maybe a little higher okay, than so that, it's, but still it's, it's that same big space. If you look at the video events, it, gotcha. the, the conditions are, are – like, yeah, their testing conditions are perfect. I mean, Oh, yeah. And that's yeah, what we, you want to hear, especially as being DJ. Yeah. You want to hear that sound yeah. boosting through that gigantic room. Exactly. Like, how yeah. far can I bring this to the point right. where yeah, it's no, no those, longer those... going to be accepted? Yeah, the testing the testing condition looked really cool in that. Yeah, video. I mean, it, it's like I said, it, it's one thing to go to a music store and you know hear the speaker from you know eight feet away in an area that has you know twelve foot you know ceilings and you know the room is like four or five hundred square feet. You know, that's not your typical usage. So yes, yes, you might get the right speaker or not. Exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. So this yeah, gives you the ability. All speakers sound good in a room like that. Exactly. And they can be tuned. You know, when we test the speakers, everything's run completely flat. You know, everything is given the same advantage as everything else. We tune right. them as flat as we can possibly get them so that there's not an advantage from one over the other one. So you get this full. Is an awesome, like, this is an awesome idea, man. You yeah. And the great awesome. Vince, yeah. it, it yeah. is really cool. Yeah. And like I said, I mean, this this was something that we did, you know, almost 15 years ago now, you know, small scale. And it's just it's it's something that we realized hasn't been done anywhere else at any of these other seminars you know obviously these speaker manufacturers are there but you're hearing that speaker against their other speakers you're not hearing you know an rcf against an ev or an ev against a jbl you know you're not hearing uh you know an evolve 50 against an evox 8 or something like that you know that that's not a typical testing situation that you're going to encounter in the world, real world yeah. we, we do something similar with pb in the city though but all the, all the guys that have pb speakers we literally set them all together in in a park outside and you know see what time we can play till the cops come and chase us out of there like but but these are literally all the powered subs you know you have like 15 of them lined up and then tops yeah. it's insane and 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 I, yeah, I don't even question the power and how or what and these guys. <laughs> it, was, it was definitely too, Even if you listen to these speakers on uh, YouTube yeah. and stuff like that, you still don't know if that proper sound. Yeah, there's there's, no, there's yeah, no sound. Here's button. my question, guys. And and since you you've you had all those line array speakers, right? Mm -hmm. Column arrays, yep. With column arrays or column line, whatever. Yeah, exactly. I, and that confused. Hey, let's use the right terms, arrays. man. Come on. <laughs> column arrays. You know, I got guys calling them line arrays. I said line arrays are the ones that hang at a concert, exactly. if I'm not mistaken. Am I? Exactly. But anyway, um, which which ones do you like for the money? Are are the are the best? But and when I say the best too, 
Now, now I'm hooked on, and David has me hooked on the whole iPad control thing because yeah, because yeah, the PD, I mean, the PD one, not to be, you know, not to say I love that, but they have the LN, and the LN has a, an iPad, so say, and that really next to the sound, obviously, price not necessarily because I'll pay more money for better product. Yeah. Um, that that's a game changer. Just you know, David showed me that that the, the Midas twelve or the eight whatever it was, and I'm just like, oh, you know. And then I've been I've been hot for that now too. Besides, you know, I've been hot for this this comm system. Really, yeah. I mean, the so real question I mean, though is, right. have you been hot for teacher? Hey, <laughs> or smoking in the boys' room? Look out, look, Alex. <laughs> I mean, so, so I mean, obviously, column arrays are like the new trend. You know, everybody wants column array speakers. Um, you know, being in the position that me and Chris are in as far as, you know, having direct contact with the manufacturers and trying to get them more involved than they were last year. Um, because realistically, we only had Bose and EV that were like directly involved with, okay. you know, getting product there, getting reps there and stuff like that. Okay. Um, well, I saw more. I, there, there was a bunch of them oh, that were lined well. up. Yep, but those no. were brought by the DJs that brought them down. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah no, I'm not. So, but, 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 which one? Which ones did, did, did you guys like the I best? Will tell I mean, you right now that the LD Maui 44 and okay. the the Bose Pro 32 absolutely blew me away. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, we wow. we've experienced a lot of the Bose, especially when they first came out. A lot of our guys were getting them. Remember that, Vince? Yeah. You didn't like them. You don't like the Bose. I I kind of like them as long as you tune them right. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah. so they had the old ones. They had the L ones, which were, okay. you know, okay. I didn't mind the L ones, but they weren't really designed for DJs. You know, they didn't have Correct. that music playback Correct. that the new style does. So the they were designed for musicians, right? They were exactly. They were designed right. for somebody with yeah. an acoustic That's true. Mic. Truth. The new Pro 16s mm -hmm. and the new Pro 32s, I was absolutely astonished by because well, I was expecting. I, exactly. Yeah. I was expecting that classic Bose, you know, muddy mid sound that you were getting out of the old style. And it's just, it's yeah. not there. I mean, it is when I first heard it, I'm like, this is not the wow. I know and love. Yep. You should you oh, should hear the new ones. The new ones actually they they surprised me a lot. And and so, honestly, I went from not being a huge Bose fan to being a Bose fan pretty instantly. Okay. Yeah, mine was actually uh EV M thirties. I liked them because they were easy to set up. They were great for mm -hmm. ceremonies. Yep. It wasn't so much I had to run back and forth to the speaker and set up the sound. Yeah. Okay. And after I, I listened I was, to the RFC, I, I was impressed. Yeah, our CFs, I I like them better. And I heard them online. I'm like, going, I sound a little too bassy. And now I hear them like, going, oh, they sound awesome. Yeah, yeah. No, I I, I, for, you know? I, I think they all look all the they all have a nice they all have a nice sound. Um, yeah, and, and they're all tunable, you know. So you can tune each one of them to the yeah. room, and you can change the DS. I I love exactly. my 15 inch PVs. My yeah. my new. Yeah. Oh, I haven't man. heard those yet, so we're working on Thank getting you. PV out Thank this year. So. <laughs> yeah, awesome, you know, I, I gave him, I gave him the hookup. So when yep. Paul and just tell Paul, Paul, Greg, he'll he'll probably bitch and yell about me, but whatever. <laughs> just say, hey, Greggy C gave me your number. Good, and then he's gonna call me. And why are you giving these people my number? Good, hell with right. Paul. I'd love to. You got you got a point, I think. Oh, Shane. you know, you know, I'm from the Caribbean, David. So you know, my question is coming from. The line array is compared to the full range speakers. You know, Vince just mentioned his 15 inch um, full range uh, PV. I think you, Vince, you have a PVX 15P, right? Yeah, right. Howard, yeah, uh -huh, yeah. So I'm from the Caribbean and we're we're all about loud, right? But oh, yeah. Quality Space. loudness, right? When when I, I tell David about the systems that we used to set up on for our, for our carnivals, 
um, an 18-wheeler truck or, or a container truck, like what you guys say, right? Like we have massive line array systems. We would have line array systems on the back of an 18-wheeler truck with. I've seen those eight, before. <laughs> eight subs, eight, eight double 18 subs, just crazy. So this if is the audio. We're going to have a party. Yeah, it, and it is a party. Tell me about it. I'm telling you about it. So when I moved here, as we all know, the, the, the column arrays is industry standard. So I kind of drifted more to the column, column array systems. But in the last, I would say in the last year and a half, I found myself uh, like just, I'm, I'm using a JBL1 um, Pro, a JBL1 Pro. Yeah, I, I still use it as my primary system right now because it has a subwoofer. But I just invested in some full range 12 inch speakers, uh, power dots as well. Um, and I'm honestly considering switching over my main system to two of those 12 inch systems and an 18 inch sub because yep. it's going because of the frequency spectrum that is going mm -hmm. to cover and and what I'm accustomed. I'm a, even I'm a, I, I'm not going to be here in our events. We know we're not our general ballrooms we're not blasting our volume but i miss those 30 hertz 40 hertz you miss feeling it yeah i, I get I what you're saying and, and honestly right a lot right of people, here yeah, a lot of people do that you know they'll get their commentary systems you know whether it's the evox 8 the evox 12 you know the evolve 50 or 30 you know or either the bose systems or the new jbl prx1 and you know they'll have those on either side and then they'll put either a single or a double 18 down in the middle like you would normally do with you know four range speakers and that takes the sound to a completely different level. You know, it, it just adds that dynamic. It adds that punch in the chest. You know, it makes you feel the music like you're used to. And for the ease of transport and the ease of setting up, I mean, column array is going to be the way to go, you know, moving forward. So, Look, I, I think the, the only the advantage with the column array is, is the sound is, is, is projected all the way around. Yeah, I mean, they, they come with a huge polar pattern. I mean, you know, your, your typical, you know, four-inch speaker is going to be 90-30. You know, it's going to be 90 wide, 30 up and down. You get some of these column array speakers, they're 120 by 90. You know, so but they have, you one, know... One, it, of, one of the issues that uh, I, I always get with my column array, column array systems is the height of the column array. All right? We're talking about it spreading song all around. Right. But what happens is when I get a massive hundred people in front of me dancing and I go on the next side of that dance floor, I, I, I have no life. I have yeah, no but I mean, that's where that. some of the adjustable stands, like the ones that come on the RCF and Evox, the Evox line and stuff like that comes into play because now you can raise those speakers up, you know, but if you get the JBL PRX1 or the EV30 or the EV50, you can buy additional you know, uh, section pieces to install in between. About that. Yeah, the amp oh, yeah. and the speaker itself, <laughs> yeah. and you can raise them up higher. Good. That is so true. You see, mm. this is why we share the knowledge here because <laughs> I never thought about that. And it's so I true. think they sell blanks <laughs> to go in there. They're, they're, they're exactly. Right. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. blank. So yep. And if you buy something, if, if you buy something like the Evolve Thirty, it actually comes with two different sizes. So yeah. you get a short one and a taller one. You know, yeah. but you can yes. buy additional blanks. You know, to yes. fit in between those and raise them yes. up higher. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, so one of my my question was when you guys did your shootout, I saw some actual full range speakers with eighteen inch subs there, and 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 they looked like twelve inch and fifteen inch tops. Like, how were, what was it? Uh, the sound the sound quality? And what what would you say when you compared that to your column array on the date? If you had to do a, a eighteen inch sub 
12 inch tall. Right. I would say to answer your question. Yeah, that's a great question. I would say that if you're looking for fullness of sound and you're not concerned about volume, a column array would be your way to go because you're getting those highs and mids up top and then you're getting those separated, you know, low ends, you know, on the bottom. Yeah. And, you know, you can get 100, 120 people out of some of these column array systems with no problem. If you're looking for full range in your face, louder than Ezra volume, you're never going to get away from, you know, a full range top and an 18 inch subwoofer. It's just not going to happen. That's a that's good to, good to hear you guys say that because you know I yeah. I never got the opportunity to do what you guys did and that's an amazing thing that you guys did I have yep. to say that I mean I worked in I worked in Life Sound for seven years and we did all the pink noise and and all that test and the system management and going in and tuning the system every time we went to a venue but it's always the same system right. it's always the same speaker so it's never a comparison against okay. Our system in the Caribbean was we had an Abyssin line array system or EAW uh, forward system. This is what we use for live shows there. And we never would sit down, even in the warehouse, say, let's set up some Abyssins and let's set up some EAWs and just do a, a frequency spectrum. Like, yep. we were like, no, right? But that's good to know. And as I say, it's education for DJs out there because a lot of, a lot of the guys, um, know what sounds bad, they do, because we all have, are blessed with these these here and we make money from these, right? right. Um, I don't mean the headphones, I mean my ears. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we know we know what, it sound, what sounds bad, but sometimes we don't know what causes our system to sound bad. Right. Right? And, give, and uh, giving them the education of frequency spectrums and understanding their speakers and actually showing them, okay, your speaker is lacking a mid-range here, your system is lacking a mid-range, um, is really, really good. And yeah, you're right. Is, good. What, what, like, if I, I had my system there, did any of the guys like take their readings and actually incorporate it into their system? Like yeah, set their DSPs? I, I did. Yeah. I, I completely changed my setup for, for this year based on test results from last year. And you're actually going to laugh because I've been a diehard JBL fan forever. You know, my main system was always two JBL PRX 815s with an 850, 818 subwoofer. That was my go-to for everything. After hearing some of these speakers, I have now decided to change to an EV ETX 10P tops with matching EV ETX 15 subs. Uh, that's the system I'm looking at. That's, it's crazy. It's crazy. When I tell you, when I tell at, you that so. the ETX 10P went toe to toe with the 815, the JBL 815, they were within one decibel of each other at peak. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Coming out of a 10 inch top. What about, what about um, your frequency frequency spectrum spectrum in the 15 inch and the 18? You're always going to get more low end from a 15 inch. I mean, that's that's just the way it is. You're going to get tighter base from a 10, but you'll get deeper base from a 15. But incorporating that with a subwoofer under each speaker, it's kind of a moot point because at that point, you're going to roll your frequencies off at 100 decibels yeah. up anyways. Mm -hmm. So now mm -hmm. we're looking more at mids and highs, and the mids and highs on the 10-inch is always going to be cleaner and crisper than a 15-inch. And what are you using like an external crossover to do your... I mean, you can, but I mean, the, DSP? the internal DSP on, on these new speakers is just, it, it's insane. You know, I used oh, to use a drive rack and I used to bring a drive rack with me everywhere. It was incorporated yeah, in my case. Yeah. But yeah. now with the DSPs that are built into these speakers, there's no need to do that. You know, you Absolutely. can automatically, you can yeah. cross over and delay the tops based on the sub. Yeah. 
David was telling me about that. Tell me that his system does that. I'm like, wow, that's that's amazing because I just invested in um, this, the, the same digital board basically to be able to tune my 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 main um, outputs uh, yeah. with a parametric EQ. And at some point, I would love to get a, a measurement measurement microphone or something like that. But if you guys get anyone that brings a JBL one up there and you scan it please send me that those, well those we had the pr we had the prx one last year so i mean we're hoping this year to have the new uh jbl uh eon pro what is it the mark ii the new one that just came out we're hoping oh, to have that out. out yeah we're hoping to have that out here out here this year too so so are you planning on uh, incorporating um uh videoing any of your uh upcoming events so you can uh have it available for people for download at a small price yeah. uh, chris answer that because we were thinking about that and and we yeah. have you know we have some access to recording what you're thinking what you're thinking is over just do it yeah yeah we're, we're probably <laughs> going to offer a live year. streaming option for the people that can't make it um we're not offering it right now only because the plans aren't finalized you know right now we're just offering the hard copy <clears throat> tickets to you know come to the show um right. but chris was able to work with some people and Ben was able to offer some of his equipment and his personnel to help us, you know, sure. get that video aspect of things better than it was last year. Yeah, not just yeah, we had a hard time, especially with the uh, with the download, the upload yeah. in the space we were in Quincy. Everything was like off and on. So mm. and uh, we wanted for, to make it for, better. Forget this year. about live streaming. If, if you can't make the event, click here. This is this was this. This was this tutorial. And this video on demand. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. that's the idea of what we're thinking about is offering, payable. Yeah. offering it behind, you know, some kind of a small paywall. You yeah, know, if you couldn't make it out yeah. to Harvest of Sound, you know, you can I mean, watch. You're trying, to, you're trying to, uh, you're yeah. trying to raise funds. Exactly. Yep. Okay. And it doesn't, Good. it's not that hard to videotape stuff. No, not at all. You not at all. And like tripod, I said, it's, you, you pull it medium and you press record. Yep. And, and the only, the only thing that we're, we're, really trying to figure out right now is how to depict the sound quality coming off of each speaker you know because you can watch youtube right now and you can hear somebody yeah. testing a speaker but it's only going to sound as good as the headphones or the speakers you're listening to them from exactly oh uh, well they're not going to be able to get any of the quality of, right if, if you can't make it <laughs> you lose but what you can get <laughs> is all the other information that comes yeah. from it yeah plus, so that's that's the plan plus you didn't come so now you get the bonus you actually get the survey that came from that show and besides last year's survey you get this year's survey of the results that came from the show all right so uh, what we're learning here is if you guys need a good manager hire vince and he will definitely uh, <laughs> help you help you figure out all the things you probably have vince already has been around you know you know how to play right? the show <laughs> hey listen thank you guys for being with us tonight man i, I really appreciate it i love the fact that what you guys are doing is taking this really technical, sometimes maybe intimidating aspect that we all do that most DJs probably are like, screw it. I can't, my brain can't even, you know, comprehend this. So I'm just not going to do anything at all about it and creating a, a, a safe space where people can see and hear and learn and understand it. So I commend you guys for doing yeah. that. And then also um, bringing in the speakers and bringing in the, the content to really Bravo. as well. Yeah. You know, yeah. We're also bringing amazing. in the manufacturers themselves too. So we have the manufacturers coming out. You know, there'll be um, an exhibit hall held on the last day. After yes. uh, I think we're gonna do one yes, or two seminars. Yeah, 
one or two right. seminars in the morning, and then we're going to have an exhibit hall, and then we actually have what we are calling the rewind party, which is the after party on the last day. Um, you know, basically six hours of rocking out with some amazing DJs that are coming out. Um, you know, so we'll announce that list. Like I said, we got uh, so far we have DJ Demand. Um, he's going to be the headline DJ on stage during the seminars. We got Mike Via, Gable Gazzaro. We have da uh, Dawson High coming out. Um, you know, so we have some of these people coming out that are, you know, going to be spinning on stage with us. Um, and we also have some other names that we'll be announcing on that soon. So there is a lot going on in two days. So definitely nice. something to check out. And we do but have the tickets are on have, sale. But do you have DJ Greggy C? <laughs> I mean, if he comes. Are we going? So speaking of speaking of that, Vince, um, before 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 we get going, do you have anything on the plate for tonight? I mean, were you prepared? Was I prepared? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm coming at you. This is a professional show here. <laughs> Look, guys, you're embarrassing me in front of our guests. You had nothing prepared <laughs> for tonight. Shane had a bit. You know, you're supposed to have a bit. You're you're one of our people on the spot there. Correspondent on the street. He man. had the good questions though, so he probably yeah, he had a lot questions. of good questions. He did. Uh, Vince always has a lot of questions. All night long. <laughs> now he's taking a picture. <laughs> I love it. Um, Actually, he'll come up there. Actually, you know what? If I, it looked like you had a cool videographer up there, but. Uh, now, Vince got some really nice videography skills. He'll come up there. If, um, if, if Greggy yeah. comes, I'll come and, and do my don't, video services for a nominal fee, like maybe a, you know, a, 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 a Budweiser or something. Well, we do have the bar, so the bar will be open, you know, the last <laughs> night and, you know, during the day of uh, dinner and stuff like that. So, look, he, he works cheap. A Budweiser and a reach around, and he's good. You know, we I mean, get we'll find somebody for the reach around, but I'll get you a Budweiser. Around, too. <laughs> <laughs> Hey Dave, I, I want to tell you. Right I, there have on that website? I have What's the MC seven thousand, and I I still like it. I'm I'm with you, man. Oh, I nice. played on yeah, it on but I love the Denon. You know, it's yeah, it's just easy to work with, man. It's easy to work with. I'm not. I mean, the, those, those all those guys you just mentioned, they can run circles around me when it comes to mixing and all that stuff. But 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 where I was brought up, it was it was kind of more about the MCing and and all of that stuff, and just let the music do what it does, and just yep. MC the event. And a lot of these guys are like on point on both of those, but. Somehow I figured out how to make it work without uh, having to learn all that nonsense. So oh, okay we all did. Don't worry. All right, about I got. I got an ask question. How many people here actually dance when they actually DJ? Ooh, Raise sometimes I do, man. I will yeah. say sometimes I do. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm from the Caribbean, dude. I dance when I'm here. Always. He'll Yeah. Shane dances while he's setting up and breaking down. Even. That's me, man. That's me. <laughs> you can't keep still. You know, I'm look. I'm the guy that gets out there with the, the Madonna headset microphone and teaches him all these crazy ass dances too. I'm I'm that guy. I came from that old school. I, um, I did too. So did Chris. But yeah, don't do those but, yeah. I'm, I'm really, if I mean if I'm, I'm I mean I'm not jamming jamming, but if I'm doing whatever I'm doing, I'm either bobbing my head or I'm kind of rocking with the crowd, depending upon what I'm playing. You know, if they're looking at you, you want to go out there and you want to grab them, put them on the dance floor and show how it's all done, right? I, I have an system that does that for me i don't do that anymore yeah, there you go. I, i'm with you i'm with you there tyler so, so for those of us that um so for those of us that have a medical marijuana card can can you repeat those dates vince um, is coming definitely What's yeah absolutely yeah, december i think it's i think it's december what was it gentlemen december 5th and 6th 5th and 6th yep. in Five boston and 6th 
Five and yeah. six. So December, and this many. December 5th and 6th. You can buy tickets. They're actually on sale right now. Um, right now, we have the right. early bird special still running. Uh, that Is runs till September March. September or December? December. December, December Vince. All right. And doors open at 4.20 p.m. No. <laughs> 20 <laughs> days before Santa Claus comes. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, anyway, so we have the early bird sale going on right now, so you can purchase them at harvestofsound.com, which is the link that's scrolling across the bottom. Uh, okay. Right now, they're fifty dollars off. Or if you get the uh, the company passes, which is a minimum of four, if you buy a minimum of four for your company, they're one hundred and twenty dollars each. So it's eight, it's uh, eighty, it's sorry, sixty and fifty dollars off respectively. And then that price is going to go back up uh, March thirty first. So if you want to come out, now's the time to buy them. Now's the time to get tickets. Yep. All right, guys. Well, we appreciate you being on the show with us tonight. Very cool, gentlemen. Very Shane cool. and Vince, as always, we, we appreciate your uh, intellect. Uh, well, Shane, your intellect. No, I'm just kidding. And, <laughs> Vince, I'm only I'm oh, only picking man. on you, man. Um, but we appreciate you guys joining Studio us tonight. Studio 7 is always here to lend an ear. There you go. Here we go. And uh, I'll tell you this much. I will be there. I'm absolutely going to be there. Well, you so love Boston. I'm looking forward so. to seeing you guys. Yeah. Plus, I owe you a night out because I wasn't able yes, to come up. Yes, we, we, uh, quick, quick, quick story. Uh, yeah, when I was in Boston last time, uh, me and pregnant. Tyler and Luke Renchin were supposed to be going to uh, a Red Sox game together. And I think, what did your wife just decide to have a child or something like Some, that? On something the same silly day? like that, yeah. Who does that? spontaneous. hold off on one of those things, you know? <laughs> yeah, I kept, saying, I kept saying, can't you just make it to the game and she can I just – I was halfway <laughs> there, literally. He was. He was, was almost like, there and he had to go back. And I had to turn around and go back. Whatever. That's all right. I'll listen. I'll either be there before that, or I'll definitely be there for this. So we'll yes. we'll definitely have some good times with that. Awesome, awesome. Definitely. Thank you all for joining, uh, being on Thank the show you. tonight. And for those of you that are listening and, and maybe not able to see everything we have on the screen, you can go to harvestofsound.com, harvestofsound.com, and you can uh, and you can get your tickets and join us up there for a hell of a two good days. So. All right, guys. Well, you know what? Let's try to get you on again before before then, you know? Yeah, and we can get yeah. some updates and things like that as we get a little closer to Absolutely. the show. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to All do right. it. Yeah, Definitely. I love this, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. Thank you. All right, Greg, you want to close us out, buddy? Sure. This concludes another amazing episode of In the Q Podcast with Greg Curran and David Hanscom. Thank you to our guests once again, Tyler Wallace and Chris Carr from Harvest of Sound. Please don't forget to like our podcast and subscribe to get notified of future episodes and follow us on social media at in the Q podcast. If you would like to be a guest on our show or if you have ideas for a show topic, please email us at in hello at in the Q podcast.com. <laughs> See y'all next week. And thanks for joining us. Take Bye care. Guys. Have a great night guys.